unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Maybe God's response is, if this is going to be a problem for you people, then we're going to allow a commandment to be made to, you know, fix it or help with it or help you to get to where you need to be, you know? So I think I've shared this story before, but bear with me if you've already heard it. Um, I was like eight or something, and I hated going to church because why go to church when you can stay home and play your Game Boy? And so I go to my mom. She's get, she's like ironing clothes for all seven kids or whatever. She's working her butt off. And then I'm like, Mom, I don't want to go to church today. And then she's like, <sighs> and she's like, oh, and she goes, yeah, and, I, and I, I was a turban. I was such a stubborn kid. And she's like, um, okay. And I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah, you don't, you don't have to go today. And I was like, and I was like already going through my head all the stuff I was going to do. Like, this is going to be the best Sunday ever. Three hours and all that stuff I could do. And then she's like, but but do you think that's what God wants you to do? Ooh. And then I'm like, oh. And I was like, I, I think he wants me to go to church. And then she just like shrugged and went back to, to ironing. And I was like, I'll go get dressed. <laughs> and, wow. and I got myself ready, went to church. And they never, and I never had a problem after that. I never, uh, uh, apart from being sick, right? Never missed a Sunday, never missed a sacrament meeting. And, and I feel like that's like a glimpse at why we keep commandments. I like that story. Right? I it's, think that's a great story. It, Your mom she was, nailed you with that one. Well, and she could have, you could have done so many things, you know, like, you're going, we're going. And there's yeah. plenty of times where she did do that, you know, but yeah. that, that was a very, I will always remember that because it was just like, it was just this, why, why do you keep commandments, little Justin? And mm-hmm. uh, it was that realization. It's like, oh, because God gave them to me for a reason. And I trust that they're good reasons. Yeah. Because I believe he's all knowing. Yeah. So I guess it's and that's that's the perfect segue into the to into today's topic, which is why do we keep commandments? And I think that like in general, like Christians in general, and probably non Christians as well, like sure. they, I think it's not a tough thing to like understand. Like God gives you commandments, you want to obey them. But I think when it comes to our faith, maybe there's some confusion or hesitation um, about like why we have. I think a lot of people think we have a ton of commandments right. in our faith. And that's, we, we probably do have more than most. It's interesting, honestly, when you think about it, because I think if we were to compare directly with, like, Muslims and um, Judaism, like, if we were to go toe-to-toe exactly how many commandments we have, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know either. Right? Because, like, I mean... A Muslim faith, they pray five times a day, like, no matter where they are, what's happening, they drop everything and pray. And I'm like, and to me, that seems like, wow, that's pretty strict. Yeah. Like, we don't do that. Yeah. You know? And I think a lot of times people confuse what our commandments are and what are, like, what the church suggests we sure, do. Lots or, like, of, guidelines that are put yeah, in place. Yeah, guidelines and some policies and yeah. stuff. I think where people have trouble understanding our, our commandments is when we talk about the word of wisdom, yep. you know, like our health code on like why we don't drink tea or coffee. Mm-hmm. And then also like tithing, how like you can't hold a temple recommend, you can't go to the temple unless you pay 10% of all of your income. And for a lot of people, that's like, well, that's a very strict thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't go into the house of God unless you do yeah. that. Like, I think that brings up a good point. Like, so like 
maybe we understand why we keep commandments, but maybe we understand less why we keep the commandments that maybe we don't understand sure. very well. And, and that applies like, I like sometimes we Latter-day Saints, you know, ask that question of ourselves. Like, why am I keeping this commandment? I don't like what's wrong with tea, you know? Yeah. Oh, why can't we drink time. tea? And I think that people outside the church have that same that same question. I think it's a stumbling block a lot of the time for yeah. people that are, you know, contemplating coming into the church. Because I think that the thinking is, okay, uh, Latter-day Saints can't have tea. There's nothing wrong with tea. Therefore, it wasn't a commandment of God. Therefore, Joseph Smith wasn't a prophet. Therefore, this whole religion is false. Right. Right. Which is a very, which is interesting because it seems like a big jump to make. I, I see the logic but in it. But I see it, the logic. But it is a big jump because you can do the same thing with a whole host of things right. in, you know, the law of Moses. Like in the law of Moses, exactly. it says that you aren't allowed to wear wool and linen at the same time. So you could very easily just be like, okay, there's nothing wrong with wool and linen. Therefore, it wasn't a commandment of God. Therefore, Moses wasn't a prophet. Therefore, this whole Abrahamic religion is false. Right. You know? Well, like, and then I feel like that's the train. That's religion in general. Right. It, it, religion asks you to have faith mm-hmm. in something, you know, which believe in something you can't see, something mm-hmm. you can't touch. And and so that kind of like, that's what it really is begging. The, like, that's what it's calling into question. Mm-hmm is like, is it really a good idea to believe in something that we can't understand? Mm-hmm. Is it really a good idea to have faith? And and I think that there's a measure of rationality that plays into yeah, it. Like, like if a religion's only commandment was you can't wear wool and linen, then you wouldn't have like, there wouldn't be any context for that commandment, I totally. guess. And you'd be totally. like, okay, maybe not. But like, you have the Ten Commandments. You have, you know, love thy neighbor, love... Right. Love, thy God and, and all this stuff. And then you have these outliers right. that when you, I don't know, like there are always outliers. I feel like in yeah. any field. It, it, yeah. And every, every religion and every like type of commandment, Yeah, you know, there's like the love your neighbor, but then that, there's all of these like branch off commandments from yeah. the base. And I think it, it brings up the question like, how do we get these commandments? Right. I think is part of it. And like when the, when it comes to the 10 commandments in the Bible in Exodus 10, 20, I think 20, um, it's very clear. It's like God's finger came and wrote these commandments. But like, what about the 613 commandments in the law of Moses? You know, what about all those? I guess the 10 might've been included in that 613. But, well, but, but they were like, it wasn't so straightforward. They were like, yeah, it's like, in pieces of them all over the place. Right. And I think that one thing that we need to understand is maybe this is fringe. Maybe this okay. is just my opinion. Okay. So so clearly there are cultural uh, influences in commandments, clearly. right? Like I think we can agree clearly. on that. For example, um, circumcision, the law of circumcision, which Abraham instituted. Right. Um, he goes to Egypt and then he comes back and he's like, we're going to do this law of circumcision as commandment of God. But what you don't learn in the scriptures is that they also practice circumcision in cultures around Abraham. And like in Egypt, they practice circumcision. Mm-hmm. So like clearly, I mean, I think it makes sense that he went to Egypt and, you know, was introduced to this practice. Right. And then he adapted that for a, a law of God. Right. Which doesn't mean it's not a commandment. Like just because there are okay, cultural gotcha. influences doesn't mean it's not a commandment. And I think it highlights the point that sometimes 
and again, this is my opinion, okay. that some commandments are kind of a collaboration between God and, and his prophets. Sure. Where maybe the prophet says, okay, these are our circumstances. This is what I think would be good. And God says, cool, full support. Let's, let's do it. Yeah. And I, maybe, and maybe those commandments, sorry, I'm talking. No, lot, no, you're good. Maybe those you're commandments aren't. <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry, I have to listen to you so much. But maybe those commandments aren't even ideal. Sure. Uh, like, like another one, like um, uh, divorce in the law of Moses. Like obviously right. divorce is not ideal, but it was permitted in the law of Moses. Then you get to the new Testament and the Pharisees grill Christ. And they're like, what about this divorce thing? And Christ is like, well, because of your hard hearts, Moses allowed divorce. He's not saying that that's like the ideal eternal, you know, right. scenario, but right. he's saying, you know, this has been adapted to your circumstances and we're giving you milk before meat. And right. And I feel like sometimes, you know, maybe God's response is, if this is going to be a problem for you people, then we're going to allow a commandment to be made to, you know, fix it or help with it or help you to get to where you need to be. You right. Know? Well, and I think what, going back to what you said about like the, like the collaboration almost of God with man, commandments can be um, a, a God just straight up saying to the prophet, this is a commandment that I want you to keep. No explanations. Just do it. Right. That can happen. Mm-hmm. Right. If, if God came to me and said, told me to do something, I would do it. I wouldn't ask any questions. Mm-hmm. But I feel like more often than that, it's it's more of a combination of our learning and understanding with our environment, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. And then God, like like kind of approving like like or guiding through mm-hmm. through like daily revelation it's almost like the idea is less that god wants to work for us and more that god wants to work with us right and because i feel like so going back to why do we keep all these commandments like why do i keep the word of wisdom if drinking wine sometimes is actually good for your heart you know according to some study you know that's something that my wife and i have talked about and, and I was like, I don't know, why, why do we do that? And I think right now it's just this genuine trust that it's not God isn't a tyrant with a list of rules and then he's sitting at the gates of heaven saying, you can't come in because you broke my rules. It's this glorified being who made it to where he's at because he's very wise and he knows what we need to do to get to where he's at and he's working with us, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And I think there's this there's just this level of trust, this give and take, where he's like, "Here's this commandment, and you you just got to keep it. Like, and this is what you need to do for this period of time." Um, I wouldn't be surprised if commandments changed. They have. They have. You know, in the future, I wouldn't be surprised if things changed. If we got new ones or or got rid of old ones, you know, just based off our understanding, based off of science and culture, whatever God needs us to be doing at that time. That's what he will make a commandment so that we can become like him. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's my personal belief. Yeah. And, and the key to all of this is the prophet that comes back to the restoration, comes back to why we believe this is the true church and all that. Because like that's, you know, if, if anybody could come up with a commandment, well, then how do we know if we're like, you know, because if somebody comes and says, you know, like, if you wear glasses, you're a sinner. How do you know if that's true or not? You know, so that's what the benefit is mm-hmm. of having a testimony of the prophet and having mm-hmm. a testimony of revelation is, is you have this trust that if it comes down the pipeline as, okay, this is a commandment, this is what we need to be doing now, 
okay, I trust that mm-hmm. it really is from God. Mm-hmm. And, and I invite you guys, if you really have questions to pray about it, just like through study, conversation, like have conversations with people about commandments you're having a hard time with. But at the end of the day, fast and pray, take it to God, whether or not you really, th- it really is something you need to be doing. If you really need that confirmation, because um, that was something I always found on the mission is like my leaders would tell me to do some stuff. And I was like, like, these guys are, (laughs) they're just men, they're just dudes. And and sometimes I I genuinely felt like, I think he said that because he felt like it was right. But I don't like, and let's just say I didn't keep the rules sometimes and really good things happened. Hmm. You know, I stayed later at an appointment than I should have or longer, or I visited some people um, that were like, because there's all these rules about when you can go to bed and what time and your area and all this stuff. But like, I just tried to follow the spirit mm. and a lot of people's lives were blessed. Yeah. You know? And I feel like that that was like the savior with the Pharisees. You know, the Pharisees were like, no, you have to live within this rigid code. Yeah. And the savior's like, no, these are the commandments. Love yeah. God and love your neighbor. And I think the problem is, is that it's, a, it's, a, it's an important principle to learn the spirit of the law over the letter of the law. But it's a slippery yeah, slope. No, that's... It, I mean, it's very true, though. Yeah, like, I'm not just saying, like, in your scenario, but in no, my but life, it, too. It's and, it's that fine line, because, I mean, I mean, we, we could do this, do this for days, you know, but, like, the difference between, like, art and pornography, mm-hmm. you know, like, art is wonderful, and I think we should be more accepting of it, but then I know people who kind of slip like just kind of let go they're like oh i like this art and i'm like that's awesome but then they're like oh i kind of like this other thing you know or and i think the word of wisdom is a good example where you if you start to be like oh well this isn't exactly against the word of wisdom and then you start to like it gets easier to this always happen yeah that's the thing the slippery slope doesn't mean you have to slip if you hold on to the iron rod you're fine and i think it's i mean sometimes you don't have all the answers that you want when you want them, like with the the word of wisdom. Like if your attitude is like, I'm not going to follow this commandment unless I fully understand it, then you're going to have a hard time doing in the gospel. Or doing you know? anything in life. Yeah. Because like, when do we fully understand anything? And it was, it was really interesting. Like earlier today, I was reading about that law of Moses commandment yeah. about, um, the, the wool and about the, the wool and the yeah. linen. And I went down into the comments after the article was just on some Christian website and it was fascinating to me the ways people tried to figure out, like, why. <laughs> the, the scientific, like. Yeah, like, they're the, you could just see the wheels in their that, head turning. The, the static electricity generated between wool and linen can that was negatively actually... affect your heart's. <laughs> that was kind of a thing, but there were like so many different things. Like, right. some, like one person was like, "Well, different fabrics have different um, uh, electromagnetic uh, frequencies, and if you combine these two fabrics, then like it's unhealthy for you." And yeah. you're like, but and then there was another person that was uh, that was like, "Well, wool. I mean, it probably gave them rashes back then, and so like the temple people couldn't work in the temple if they were covered in rashes. So obviously they couldn't wear wool." And you're just like, uh, uh, like, and, and I don't say that to to knock our Christian friends out there because we do the same thing, like with totally with coffee, like oh, oh yeah. maybe it's the caffeine, I'm maybe I'm, it's like every person who's not a member who's asked me, I've tried to explain it a different way. Yeah, just hoping that they'll be like, oh yeah, that sounds right, you know. <laughs> 
So, anyways, we, we as Latter Day Saints, we probably do have more things that we consider commandments than some other religions. Maybe not as many as some other religions. Sure. Um, but uh, remember to kind of do the work, do the homework to differentiate between what we actually consider a commandment and what is more of a suggestion or a guideline. Those are there's an important line there. Um, but the good thing is that if you do break a commandment. Which you will. Which you darn Which you will. will and you are right now by watching our... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if you do break a commandment, there's this great thing called uh, the atonement of Jesus Christ. What is that, David? Could you... Well, actually, it's that? not even a thing. It, it is Jesus Christ, right? Mm, and it is yes. his sacrifice that allows us to repent and to move forward after we make those mistakes. And, uh, and it's a great thing. And, it's, yeah. and it kind of takes away a lot of the fear that surrounds these things. We know we're gonna mess up, but when you know that you can fix it, then, you know, right. it's you, okay, it's more there's, okay. There's hope, there's growth, and there's love and yep. forgiveness. So, and we, and we have lots of episodes about the atonement, and we'll, we'll leave some of those below, and please look them up. Um, we're really grateful that you guys are watching the show and leaving questions, so please keep leaving them, and um, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.